This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter. Good afternoon, everybody. Well, that was uh, that wasn't what we all expected or hoped to return to, was it? Sub-zero temperatures uh, and a game and a performance so cold it would it would freeze the bits off of a penguin. That was uh, that was really uh, not what one wanted to see, but see it nonetheless. We did. What are the positives? Well, I suppose there's two clean sheets in a row, but other than that, it's pretty thin gruel, I would suggest. Anybody wants to uh, have your say to, as ever, request. It's lovely to be back in a way. Obviously, everybody's been enjoying the uh, uh, the delights of the World Cup in hopefully uh, warmer temperatures than this has been. But we played Hull City. Hull City have been having a number of goals conceded each game so far this season. And when we had the uh, the, the preview show with guys from uh, to Hull and back, it was one of the things that they mentioned. They were conceding a couple of goals a game. So I imagine that they'll be already looking at everything and thinking, well, actually, that was quite a good point to be taking away. Interesting things for Watford, of course, though, is uh, where has the midfield gone? I've got home. I've looked in the cupboards. I haven't seen it there. But suddenly KMB is injured. Didn't know about that. Obviously, we we know about Gosling, we know about Cleverly, but suddenly we're playing with a, you know, we're having to drop the one real creative spark in that side in Yao Pedro because we Tsar is still sitting there out in uh, out in out in Senegal, so hopefully he's going to be back from Saturday uh, from uh, Monday. But crikey, that's taken a long time. But there we are. Anyway, I thought we'll start with the guys from Tahalambak as as they've requested and they've been uh, been watching it. So, guys, if you're there, if you want to hit your mic button at the bottom left and let us know what you thought of the game from your side. Um, well, uh, cheers for having us on again, guys. That's right. Is that Ant? Um, Hello, cheers, mate. Cheers, Hello, mate. It's Peter. Good, good, good to good to hear from you. What? How did how did it look on the on the red button? Um, for us, it's very good because, like I told you guys on the opposition uh, preview that you did, that we concede a lot of goals. Yeah, it was it was a game of. 
of uh, it was a game of little quality, I think, really from from, from either side. And uh, you know, interestingly, our, our options our options dropped off as we we ended up substituting two substitutes. Which I, mm. did, did you do that? Also, did you take off one of your subs? I can't remember. Okay, uh, I don't we, think we did. We 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 did. We brought on uh, we brought on Hungbo as uh, as the the initial knock where you took your midfielder off and we took um, Hamza Chowdhury off shortly after. And then we kind of dropped Yao Pedro because there, we had literally nobody in midfield on the bench, and therefore Yao's physicality, I imagine, was the was the only option that we had to to drop him in deep. And then as the game went on, we were trying to push on creatively, and it left you kind of to to be able to counter attack, which I thought you you did with 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 good pace. But other than that, I thought it was two fairly fairly struggling sides to looking to try to, to to get going again, really. But from a defensive point of view, you must you must be more pleased. I mean, one of the things when we were on and we were also on with Nathaniel and he said about, you know, set pieces as well. You didn't you didn't really have too many alarm bells today. No, we didn't. And um it was a refreshing change, I think. Um the, the, we, as a fan base we've been clamoring to get Sean McLaughlin back in the side because um last season he was one of the bright lights in the in the defence and for some reason has, has played next to no minutes this season and whereas Tobias Figueiredo who's been an absolute liability has, has been playing very regularly so it was nice to see McLaughlin back in the side and you know he gives us he's another one like Greaves who's comfortable on the ball he'll get us going forwards and if we're going to play the system where we're playing out from the back the defenders like that are, are important to it and I think we looked a lot more organised a lot more structured players sort of knew the roles we had an identity which under Shotter Avaladze, we, we really didn't have it. It was just chaos all over the pitch. And you, you, you can clearly see what Rosini is trying to do. You can see the side is still learning and adapting to it. Uh, yeah. But like you say, yeah, to, to come away with, from Watford with a with a clean sheet is just, it, it was brilliant. I thought I, I thought we looked okay on the counter too. I think, you know, we, we, we've had many games this season where we don't really create any chances whatsoever and we just defend for 90 minutes and end up conceding two or three. But today we, we did look very fluid. Uh, we went through the middle from Suri. We had a bit of a shaky start. I think he was caught in possession a few times, but finished quite strong. Uh, and, and we, like you say, we, we used our pace. Cyrus Christie, Ryan Longman, trying to get in behind regularly. And yeah, it was, it was uh, for us. I thought it was quite an exciting game, but I can, I can imagine the, uh, the the reaction from you guys isn't going to be as positive. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think we're slightly cold. I think we're slightly frozen. I'm, I'm just starting to thaw out now. But hey ho, it is mm. what it is. But, uh, but never mind. Anyway, look. Well, thank you so much for coming on the preview show and doing likewise and coming on here. Go and have a have a good Sunday. And, uh, and as, as we said. Good luck from Monday onwards, but it crept in a little bit early. But never mind, never, never mind. Ed, Ed, lovely to speak to you, sir. And no we will, we, we will catch you very much later. And any other Hull supporters, if you're travelling back, safe journey back. And if you want to dial in, let us know what you think. Do please do so. Cheers, Ant. Catch you Cheers, soon, sir. Thank you. Let's go across to the big Lebowski, the uh, the the head of blue cheese, as you will, I'm sure, remember. Uh, Brett, how are you doing, sir? I'm really cold. That was a disaster. Quite frankly. And um, it's almost like they changed the rules for the day and said to the players, you get points for out-shitting each other. I mean, it was absolutely woeful. Manoy, is he injured again? Are we not going to see him for another three months? Or Yeah, yeah. It, I, think, uh, I, think, I think he, he managed to... Whether or not he injured himself missing that chance in front in front of goal. Now I'm I'm, a, a, I'm at the, not moving for the ball. I mean, the question for me is where where is the midfield gone? We in football we we've constantly had this debate about whether or not we should have a midwinter break and that in order to play well in in you know kind of senior tournaments you need to have a winter break and that you know one of the things we were looking forward to was the freeing up of injuries you know kind of clearing that 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 problem up getting players fit getting them kind of resolved into it as I say. 
two clean sheets are all I can really pick out from that because we seem to have we seem to have lost our entire midfield in one fell swoop. Tom Deli Bashiro, I thought, had a good game apart from when it came to passing the ball. I thought he had uh, he had uh, some spells where he was really off the ball on that. But you know, first time back in a long time, got through ninety, so that is a positive for him. What have they been doing for the last four weeks? I mean, it's not evident, is it? We had all the chat, Slav saying, oh, you know, I'm going to get the pre-season. You know, it's like, I mean, it looked like they weren't match fit. The whole thing, the whole thing looked very, very pedestrian. I mean, Ant there was saying about, you know, they, they sat deep and then when they broke, you know, and in fairness to Hull, when they broke, they broke quickly. They broke at pace because there was space to go into. Every time we got the ball, it was this slow pedestrian move it back across, you know, from left to right again, etc. And so many times, and for, for for my money, Kamara was the, was the offend was the offender on the ball. Was he would have a chance to pass it forward, and then he would kind of turn back and keep it, rather than you know. Uh, the best the best teams look to see if there is an opportunity to pass forward early if possible if there isn't then they'll go and keep it of course but yeah no he, he was he was very frustrating there uh, there for me but uh, Abaselli had a reasonable game I thought he was he was actually looked uh, looked quite sharp I th- I thought I thought def- you know from a defensive point of view I thought both sides didn't really have have anything to worry about because there didn't seem to be an awful lot of intent of of driving forward other than them on the break etc so you know no he came he came in and he 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 did he did okay I thought Cathcart for me was the pick of the two personally but it, yeah. it'd be interesting to see people see the game in different ways don't they so who knows who knows anyway sir anyway sir thank you well, good good not, to have good. not a lot else to say is there Peter <laughs> no there isn't at the moment there isn't at the moment yeah. um, obviously the we've got. We have got a midfielder coming in in terms of uh, Ishmael Kone. Uh, last week we had a conversation uh, with, uh, with, a, with with one of the guys in, in Canada who's involved on a podcast and, and some football. So that'll be coming out Tuesday. So we find out a little bit about one football in Canada with the World Cup, but most importantly about Ishmael Kone because he sounds like he could be somebody who can who can step in and do quite well. People might have seen him play a few games for, uh, for 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 Canada or rather he kind of tended to end up in the uh, in the final in the final third of games uh, when Canada were playing and he looks he looks reasonably okay I thought uh, so hopefully he will be uh, he will be a nice addition guys I can see you sitting there waiting I will be coming to you very shortly just add in Justin Justin sir are you there hello peter <laughs> Hello, mate. Oh. Oh. Are you? Have you yeah, warmed up? I'm yet, just thawing so? out. I'm just thawing out. Yeah, what a what a waste of an afternoon that was. Largely, things that I can um, pull out from that is that Raymond and I came on to the quietest substitution announcement I can ever remember. Uh, literally, I think one person clapped him as he came on, which was odd. I thought that I think Hull probably were there for the taking if we actually applied ourselves, but but we didn't. It was a very dull game, and people that I sit amongst who are normally very quiet were sort of moaning quite a lot today. So I think it's agitated a few of the fans that performance. Very worried about the midfield. Yeah, I mean we're decimated there now. So Kone is going to be straight in, I would imagine, and sort of hitting the ground running. But yeah, a, a bit of a bit of a rubbish day, I think, Peter. Nothing to really enjoy about that. I don't think we've actually improved anything since um, the Bristol City match. I think that's just a continuation, almost as if there was no break in between and we went from Bristol City straight to playing Hull at home. Just nothing. Yeah, I think, I, th- I think, I think losing, well, not losing Pedro, but 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 losing uh, Chowdhury 
and therefore losing Pedro being in that kind of forward-looking creative role and having other responsibilities, I think kind of I thought he did. I thought he did pretty well in that area to to still try to kind of offer something. Yeah, he so played really is, deep. Is what 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 else do we have? Because when we bought on Hungbo, he didn't really do it. In fairness, you know, uh, uh, to him, I mean, he had he had a, a large portion of the game, but we weren't kind of working in there. And I thought Aspria was was sort of left behind a, li- a little bit again. I, I, in what I thought would be his natural position in behind Davis, but nothing quite got going. But but hey ho, no, there we go. No. Anyway, anyway, let's hear what everybody else thinks because it's been a little while since we've all been together. So uh, so let's let's move across Florida way to uh, recent World versus. Carl contestant and indeed I think it was daylight robbery that he didn't win but there you go Uncle Ron Uncle Sir how are you doing Uncle are you there sir I'm here I'm here Oh, I don't know what quite went wrong there. Te- technical problems. I-, I should have had a pre-season, but I didn't. But there we go. God, yeah. Um, so how did that look like from uh, from, from the... Uh... Oh, hello. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, family just getting into the car. But, uh, I-, I thought that was an abomination, Peter. I, I think you're being oh. I think you're being far too kind. Um, I normally am. No, tell no, tell us how it is. No. That's, there's a month off for Billich to instill, instill his methods, and he comes up with that bilge. They go on a five-star jolly to Spain uh, in the warm weather. Oh, the poor dears, the poor dears. They should be prepared for the, the cold of England in December. What sort of preparation is going off to the hot weather? They're, 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 they're pansies. I don't know if I'm allowed to use that word in this day age. I don't care. I'm going to use it. They're pansies. And um, it's soft. It's easy street. And, and it's bilge dished up. God forbid that team gets promoted unless they sign eight, nine, ten new players. They'll get destroyed every single week. And Saar, where is he? In the week, Bilic said he expected him back Friday or Saturday. Which implies, and he looked very, very annoyed... It implies that he had no idea when he was back. Now, the question is, is Saar AWOL or have the hierarchy, which this is possibly even worse, have the hierarchy given Saar extended time off and not communicated that to the head coach? Now, I've been told from very good source that more will come out on this later, but it's not good to hear. Club is still a sham. And the medical team, they're a disgrace. You have players coming in, um, back from injury, and then they're out again. They go down like flies. And it's, it's been like this for years. And Menage, that cameo, that was the worst, worst display I've ever seen from a Watford player in 100 years of Vicarage Road. Hopefully he never plays for the club again. A horrendous miss. He looks overweight. And whether he was subbed pretending to be injured or hopefully it was the, the head coach disgusted, disgusted by him. Hopefully it's the latter. Uh, there's a lot of problems still at the club and I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. Uh, 40 odd years. I, I like, I like talking to you guys, but I saw scenes at the end of the Watford fans clapping them off. W- what are you clapping? I, I mean, anyone who clapped today, I'd love to know what they're <laughs> applauding. 
Love that. Well, in, warm. In, in fairness, warm. yeah, yeah. In, in fairness, from 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 Florida, uh, from the warmth of Florida, I would suggest it was a it was a bitter day today, and it was probably trying to keep warm uh, more than anything. Most, most people, when the final whistle went there, there was uh, uh, there was a a murmured boo, shall we say, in terms of how they played. There, so there also was at halftime, which I thought was a little bit. Um, well, oh, it's reasonable, but it it was probably a little bit early. They hadn't really kind of uh, uh, kind of shot their bolt at that point, but but it was all it was all too little, too late. Anyway, Uncle, I will leave you and the and and the kids there to uh, uh, to, to 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 mosey on through through Florida and enjoy the rest of Sunday as it goes on over there. In the meantime, we shall turn to the exciting news that Bedfordshire Hornets are with us. Bedfordshire Hornets, Ian, sir. If you want to hit the, uh, the the mic button and let us know what uh, how everything seemed from you. Uh, good afternoon, Peter. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, that was absolutely dire, wasn't it? Um, yeah, not not a lot of positives out of there, um, really. Um, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to to the guys from um, Hull who were who are on, but you know we, we they. they could have been there for the taking but they could probably say that about us because we were so so poor today um uh, the only bright light i thought was um uh jeremy and gakia he had a quiet first half but he really came into it a bit more in, in the second half and it's good to see him um get, getting a chance now he's had about a year of um injury problems and um it certainly didn't do my OCD any good when Gaspar at number three was playing right back. Right back should always be number two. But anyway, um, no, it was, <laughs> that was um, that, that was that was pretty pretty dreadful. And uh, yeah, dire is dire is the word for it. Yeah, yeah, no, it it was poor. It, it 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 well, no, it was it was frustrating. I mean, we we talked about a number of injuries. One of the things, if you if you heard the the preview show, um, Hull have had, I think, five. They they made a whole host of uh, of purchases at the start of the season, and they've had, I think, five that uh, that Ant, who was on earlier, mentioned that you know that they've had in that they haven't even been able to play because they signed them injured and they're still there and they've they've uh, they've had some kind of mm. similar issues. But I think you know when you see the the, the team turning up and you see uh you know as they communicated to us the the uh, the, the the question that we'd asked uh not Ant but nathaniel on the he, he turned around and said well i i hope that we spent the pre-season learning how to defend set pieces and they come away with a with a with a with a nil nil i i would yeah. suggest that you know as he said they'll take that as a good point and they'll take it as an encouraging thing that that they've been solid we've got to look at it as well we haven't had enough to break them down we've 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 had because sar isn't there you've you we really haven't any, had anything much there on the right side ken semmer did his best but was was frustrated and frustrating on occasions but uh, you know there there you go um and then we've seen that that pedro has to drop into midfield thus losing that that dy- dynamism at the at the top of the park which is you know which is which is very frustrating but there we go but yeah, anyway I don't, I don't know what I don't know what difference Sar would have made to be honest because I can't see he'd have been up for a freezing cold afternoon in in Watford. I thought going back to your comment earlier on, I thought Cabasali did okay, one one of his better games. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did make me laugh. I was watching on the red button on Sky, and just before half time, the commentator said he had his man at a match down for the first half as Christian Cabasali, and I thought, blimey, I can hear blood boiling in Florida. <laughs> um, so that, that that made that made me chuckle a little bit. Um, but no, that was that was pretty poor. And yeah, um, uh, hands up if you want to play in midfield in the next game, because that's pretty much what it's looking like. 
Well, yeah, well, we've got Kone coming in, so uh, but but of course he's not going to be there till the first of January. So we've got Huddersfield and we've got uh, Boxing Day to get through before that uh, Boxing Day against Millwall, who we know, Millwall, yeah, yeah, did uh, did did, uh, did us bang to rights. But the uh, but for anybody who's listening. Uh, Bedfordshire Hornets is uh, the start of a supporter group for people who are effectively living behind enemy lines. Yes, for those of us that are exiled, Peter. Exactly, Ex- exiled <laughs> within a commutable <laughs> distance. But that's not worried about yeah. it. So, so we we want we want to see if uh, any anybody who's in and around Bedfordshire or just wants to make sure that when a Luton supporter goes to Bedfordshire Hornets and, and sees that there are lots and lots of people there, do go to the, uh, the Bedfordshire Hornets Twitter uh, uh, account. Do do join, and we'll just start to make them paranoid. The uh, The plan is very much to get a flag, I think, a flag or a, a banner of some kind, perhaps at, uh, at, at Kenilworth Road when we play Luton, which would be April Fool's Day with a kickoff Absolutely. at 12 o'clock. It, that would seem appropriate, wouldn't it? That it would be not. Seem, it would seem appropriate. It would be lovely to have that there, resplendently held up, Bedfordshire Hornets, and and uh, and allowing the, uh, <laughs> the 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 good the good burgers of Luton to see that and start start panicking um, yeah. <laughs> before the game. That'd be good. That'd be good. Right, sir. So, I'll, I'll catch you later. We're going to go cheers, across. Mate, cheers, mate. We're going to go across. We've got we've got a hold supporter ringing in, so which is great stuff. Jordan, Jordan, if you want to hit your mic button at the bottom left, you got me. You can hear me. We've got you. We've got you there. There yeah. you go. Uh, did Did you come down to the game? Um, I know. I'm from the U.S. Actually, a U.S. fan of it's, Hull City. Yep, international support. This needs ex- this needs further examination. We're liking this a lot. Did you Did you manage to catch the game on the TV? Um, I was at work, and um, the only way I could have watched it was on iFollow. So unfortunately, I couldn't. Oh. I'm on the last few minutes of my break, actually, and I was able to check the highlights on one football. The only way that that won't have taken long. It wasn't. It wasn't a game rich with highlights, but never mind. Jordan, we have to ask the question though, because you know Watford, we've got international support as well. How how come you're a supporter of Hull? Is it a family connection or or, or, or something else that drew you to support Hull? Well, it was back in. Um, 14, 15, when I got into club soccer, I was only into international soccer or football. Sorry, people get offended when I say that. Nah, that's all right. And, cool. and um, I just, unfortunately, like, I felt bad for um, Hull City when they went down in 14, 15, whereas Newcastle didn't go down that season. And that's the reason why, like, I feel like if they went straight back up, I would have connected with them perfectly. So that's why. Oh, well done, everybody. Jordan there, support, supporting a non-obvious English football. Well done, sir. Well done, well done. Yeah. What, are you, what, are, what are your hopes for the – before you've got to get back to work, what are the? Uh, what are your hopes for the season? Um, my hopes for the season is that, like, I was hoping that we finished mid-table, but at this rate, like, with how shit it's gone for us, I think we stay up and um, our discipline needs to improve because we had four bookings today in the match and – I think Rossinger needs to get the boys in shape and more disciplined throughout the next match day we got. Disciplined and in shape. Sounds like we could do with some of that as well. Oh, well, yeah. Jordan, Jordan, thank you so much for calling in. Sorry you didn't see the game. Trust me, you didn't miss much. Uh, but uh, yeah. but, but um, we, we've been in, in, touch, in touch with the guys from, from Hull and Back and uh, Ant and Nathaniel both were, uh, were absolutely lovely and, uh, and we wish you all the best from, well, from here on in until we play you, obviously, uh, later on in the season. But, uh, right. but have, have a good season in the meantime, mate. Wish you and, guys uh, luck too. Have a good one. Thank you very much. That's a, oh, look at that, everybody. That's, that's 
That's people ringing in from foreign clients supporting the other team and wishing as well. This is this is just one lovely big community. Oh, we're loving this very much. Speaking of which, let's go to uh, Wendover and Rich. I'll be coming to you very shortly. Hampshire, I'll be there. Um, Sean slash Charlie will be definitely with you very soon as well. But Mr. Wendover Horn, sir, what did you make of proceedings at the Vic today? Well, it wasn't really quite the uh, uh, the festival of football that we were expecting after the World Cup, was it? Indeed, it wasn't, Peter. Um, yeah, indeed, it wasn't. Mrs. Wendover's in the car today. She's been shopping in the in in, in the Harlequin or whatever it's called now. So, uh, well done, Mrs. Wendover. You won. You definitely won definitely by not did. being very very cold yeah. <laughs> and miserable. Yeah. Oh well, never mind. Yeah, a weekend, never mind. A weekend, Peter, that promised so much. Let's not talk about England and last night. We're go- it looks like we're going to lose to Pakistan in the cricket. And then, oh, my God, this afternoon, where do you start? Where do you start? I would say you've, you have to have two teams on a pitch that want to play football to have a football match. Um I was hoping referees were going to take the the lead from the World Cup and and add add these minutes on for for blatant blatant time wasting, but but four minutes just that that was an absolute disgrace and a joke. Um, yeah, the, 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 I, I, we we haven't mentioned the referee, and I think I think in fairness for both sides. Obviously, you know, we, we look at it from our point of view, but he was absolutely appalling. Uh, he was right up there with the game from England yeah, last night, really. Peter, this time-wasting really, really, it sees me off. Uh, their keeper wasted so much time, you know, um... It's you know follow, you know FIFA in the World Cup. They're adding. You look at the minutes that they've been added on for for time wasting. This should, this should be filtering down. Um, it was it was it was an absolute disgrace. However, you know yeah you're right. Midfield decimated. Where was left foot Lenny uh, injured? What did he get? Deep leg thrombosis and his left leg on <laughs> on on the flight back from Spain. I don't know. Um, we, we've got nobody to play in midfield. Um, I, I agree with you. TDB did all right. Um, but we, we've got nothing there at the moment in midfield. Absolutely nothing. My other point is Davis was blowing again after 60 minutes. I thought this, yeah, this, I I thought this whole month off, one of the keys was to get Dave. Maybe he's never going to be fit for 90 minutes. Maybe the guy hasn't got it in him to play 90 minutes. He's a very good footballer, but he he hasn't got the physicality to play 90 minutes. Um, frustrating. Very frustrating. Yeah, no, yeah, no, very, very frustrating. You're absolutely right. The 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 whole keeper name I don't have in front of me. Uh, he, he was doing that from from the get go, but you can you can understand that, and especially when we've had a keeper as we have for many years in Ben Foster, who wasn't averse to winding up the opposition fans by taking his time. When you are on a run and you are conceding two goals a game, and you're playing against a team who are I know we were about top six at the time, but you know, yeah. we've got a big attacking threat at the time. You, you'll do what you can to slow the game down. The referee did do nothing to, to, to nip that in the bud. The other thing that for me, and I'd, I'd be interested to see what you thought, was, was the fact that every time they gave away a niggly little free kick, they would stand in front of the ball yeah, and slow yeah, down the yeah, opportunity yeah, for a restart. 100%. And not once did he let, did he 
let that go. If I'm one of our players or if I'm our manager, I'm screaming at one of my players to pass that free, that, that, that quick free yeah. kick straight into them 100%. because then they're done for not retreating. 100%. Um, but, but no, nobody did it on our side. It was naive. It wasn't street smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and the referee just didn't have enough, uh, oomph to, to, to pick up on it. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, but there we go. Thought, but there I we go. No, Cathcart was immaculate. Absolutely immaculate at the back. Um, no, can't agree. Absolutely, can't agree that Cabaselli had a good game in the first in the first ten minutes. He made five mistakes. Um, but uh, no, I thought I thought Cathcart was 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 immaculate. But uh, look, glad it's January. I saw Ben Manga today. Um, definitely, oh right, yeah, definitely up there. He, he had his uh, he had his family with him and his wife and and and, and so forth. Uh, got to got to got to invest in that midfield. Okay, we've got one coming in, Kone. We need at least another midfielder. Um, I'd go for that lad that I I pinged you from Rotherham. Can't remember his name. Uh, apparently- oh yes. Benacore or something like that. Yes, I know the one you yeah, mean. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find his name in a minute. Yeah, yes, find his, he's. Find um, his name. Find his name. Uh, we, we 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 we've got a we've got some contacts at Rotherham, and they did say that the only way that they were going to keep him in the transfer window was if somebody bought him on the cheap in order to loan him back again to them. All right. So it sounds like he'll be on the move. So it'd be interesting to yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Was uh, was 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 Mogi Bayer or Cristiano Giretta no, no, in and around no, the box? Uh, Mogi wasn't there, and I didn't see uh, the butterfly man. Apparently, he was busy this afternoon, Gioretta. Uh, he, he's at Curry's buying iPads. <laughs> he's, he's getting the cones done yeah, and everything. He's, he's, uh, All yeah, very he's, good. He's getting, uh, he's getting slapped some more iPads because uh, he's very good at buying iPads. Very as As, very as we understand it, as we understand it, um, in, in the in the latest turn that, that Manga is going to be in charge of the technical recruitment um, yeah. and, and you know, kind of bringing players in. And Jaretta's role seems to be to make sure that Slav and Bilic has everything he wants. So bibs, well, well, cones, N- Nicky t- goals, Nicky that sort she, of thing. Nick, Nicky told me she saw Jaretta in, 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 in the Harlequin. <laughs> he was buying baubles for his Christmas tree as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Christmas yeah, is yeah. coming. Christmas is coming. Great stuff. Christmas Great stuff. Look, have a safe journey yeah. back. Have a safe right, journey mate. back, sir, and we'll catch yeah. you later See on. You, mate. There, there goes Mr. and indeed Mrs. Wendover. I mean, you know, an entire town. Rich, we're going to come to you in just a second. Let's quickly, before we do so, though, let's have a look at some of your five-word reviews. Um, Silgerman. Uh, refuses to go with with five word reviews and uses as many words as he absolutely wants. Well done, well done for ignoring me so well. He says no goals, half effort, couple of new injuries. Welcome back to Watford life. Cole Campion does very well. Rod Hull and very dull. There you go. For everybody who remembers the uh, the seventies and indeed eighties of Rod Hull and Emu. Tom Hagen says disappointing, but. Tom Deli Bashiru looked looking good. Keeps within the five words by abbreviating Tom Deli Bashiru to TDB. Very clever. Nice work. Enjoyed that. Match worn shirt says need January to come quickly. We do indeed. Lee Johnson says must have incomings in window. We're seeing something following here. There we go. Oh, Kate, Kate, Foreign Hornet says as good as I feel. Kate, we do hope you're feeling feeling okay. Kate's uh, based out in, in Qatar and has been uh, volunteering and, well, volunteering, but also going to many games and tweeting about it, but didn't make last night's game from feeling unwell. So, Kate, we hope you're feeling well soon. Richard Fairbank says uh, awaiting transfer window squad alterations. There you go. Uh, Gary, 
We saw Gary in the red line before. Hey, Gary, I hope you're good, mate. Uh, bought some nice centenary ale. Oh, there you go. There's a positive. I like to see that. And a nice new mug. There you go. Gary just comes in with two reviews, uh, thus thus undoing all his good five-word work previously. What can you do? Natasha, right now, in, importantly, Natasha, you will know uh, before the, the winter break, uh, basically had a, had a, had a medical, uh, uh, well, big medical issue, uh, but she was back at the game today. But her five-word review, goal shy nil, time wasters united nil. There you go. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Right, we'll come back to those in a moment um, because I want to get back to Peter Ryan's because that's very good. But first of all, let's go to Rich WFC2. Sir, I'm going to avoid saying half for once, apart from the fact that I didn't, but there we go. (laughs) Sir, come on in. What did you you make of that as frustrating an afternoon and as cold as it was? Well, yeah, as you say, I'm 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 half warm now, as you'd expect, but there you go. Um, what can I say? Um, I've listened to, obviously, Greg just a minute ago um, talking about um, the uh, waste of wasting of time. And, uh, of course, he's right. But the thought of having another 10, 15 minutes of that oh garbage, honestly, what are we talking about, honestly? Um, and also, um, I, Uncle Ron, I hear him talking about what's gone on with Sar, And I can concur from... Um, Let's just say information that I've got that is, I know, is extremely reliable. There is one almighty um, behind the scenes mess up going on. Billich is absolutely incandescent with what's gone on with Saar. And uh, you only need to look a little bit above to see who's who's controlling what's going on. Um, He is furious. And so am I, because it's happening again. Interference not being allowed to pick the players. Now, okay, people have got their views on Saar. For me, it's always been a case of he's a top-quality player. He can unlock games like today. He may not have been up for it. We don't know. But to have him pretty much told he isn't available this weekend is disgraceful. And I'm fed fed up to the back teeth of it, personally, Pete. I, I try to stay positive, but I'm fed up to the back teeth of where today... Burnley, 3-0, QPR. Yeah. Um, yesterday, Sheffield United with their Senegalese striker winning 1-0. Um, Norwich, 1-0. All teams actually serious about getting promotion. And we are far arsing about resting or letting our best players not play to play on the pitch. We've got nobody else that could we could have messed around we ended up losing our best player into deep midfield because we had no other midfield players mm-hmm. if Sars on that bench today he can come on he could have stretched it a little bit and we could have kept Pedro in the place that he played yeah. so Bilic has had his whole team screwed up by a decision that wasn't of his making and it's got to stop and I've had enough of it to be honest with you um you know there's about 10,000 there today. We're all there. We're all frozen solid, whatever the attendance was. There's about 10, 10 11,000 there today. There won't be many more if this keeps on because that was a disgrace of a performance. It was abysmal. Now, I've tried to stick up for Hungbo a little bit today, getting slaughtered by some saying he was dog. But I tell you what, give me a young lad like that over that nonsense number nine that comes on and, and p- pitiful, <laughs> pitiful performance and yet young young hungbo comes on and then get was and by the way not played in his correct position played out of position to do a job for the manager and then he's hooked okay he didn't have a great game who did 
you know, one or two of the defenders. Yeah, I'll give Cambuselli. He did all right. I'll tip my hat to him. He did okay. You know, okay. you know, you know my feelings on him. Pedro did everything he could to try and drive it. Asprilla, terrible. Davis, terrible. There weren't players that wanted it today. And, you know, enough's enough. You know, are we really serious about being a football team and getting out? They want us to turn up today. You know, I've gone I've gone over there. I could have sat and watched it at home in the warm on the television like mm-hmm. many did. But I get off my arse and I go over there and I put myself out and try and cheer the team on. Uh, you know, and you just sit there and you watch what we did today. Uh, you know, it's not on. It, and I tell you, Bilic ain't the type of guy that will put up with it. I mean, Julian Dix must be wondering. He's just come over from America. I don't. He, if Dix gets much more of this, he'll, he'll, you know, Bilic will go off and he'll bug, he'll bug off, and Dix will be left stranded again. Because I tell you, Bilic is furious, and if he's not allowed to run this football team the way he wants to run his pl- and have his players available, we're in a mess. I tell you, and uh, you know, we can all have a laugh and a joke, and we like to do that, and you know, and I don't want to pee on anyone's Christmas, but we're going to Huddersfield next week. And then we got Millwall who destroyed us a couple of weeks back, Mm -hmm. you know, with their long balls into the box, you know, what are we going to do about it? Are we serious? You know, we we talk about bringing Kone in. Well, great. I hope he's a great lad, but he only really started playing football of any note in in February. You know, it's a huge ask for that young lad to come in. This Martins bloke sitting up in the box today, you know, I bet he's sitting there thinking, my God, you know, you know, where is all the midfield players? Where are they all? You know, what are we doing? You know, you know, we should, they should all be lined up and in already, you know, but I just have no faith in the the, the people that are running this football club. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm still sick to death of Pozzo. And, and it, it, things have got to change because we are, he, Billich is not running that football team at this moment in time. He's being told who he has available from a medical team that has been a, a dog since Richard Collinger uh, yep. appeared yep. in about 2016. It's been dog, and it's a disgrace, you know. And and it's enough, you know. Four weeks we've had to go away into, you know, as as um, Ron said, <laughs> you know, warm warm weather training. We go away. You go away to fitness, and you come back. And then, as I think Carl said, it's it's an exact, you know, um, mirror of the Bristol City game four mm-hmm. weeks ago. You know, what the hell is going on? Where is the training? Where is the, uh, you know, where is the ideas? You know, oh, God, you know. Sorry, I've had enough today. That's, no, that's that's <clears> the <throat> call of the evening for me. I think you've said everything really that I wanted to say, to be honest yeah. with you there, Rich. Uh, I can't disagree very much with anything you said. And it yeah. will be interesting to find out what this SAR thing is all about because, you know, at the end of the day, he's our player. We pay his yeah. wages. He should be either ready to play for us, either on the pitch or on the bench. And if he's not fit, then that's fair enough. But to, yeah. to, to not have players that are perfectly fit, not turning up for duty. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. No, I hope I, I never it, hear it, of it again. From what I, you know, you're going to see a, a um, one of these interviews because I believe Village has been told, tone it down, don't don't throw him under a bus, blah, blah, blah. Well, of course they won't because it's. I don't think it's Sar making the decision personally. Somebody on hire said, oh, have a, have a good couple of weeks off, you know. Now, you know, a week ago, almost to the, almost within an hour, you know, he was playing for Senegal last last Sunday night, you know, suddenly he can't put it on for a team. And we, you know, are we serious? This is what I'm asking. If you're not serious, Mr. Pozzo, just let us all know. And I won't waste my bloody afternoon sitting in the freezing cold, you know, watching something that I've been watching for 45 years. They're my team. If you're not bothered about it, don't, you know, and let want to let players have an extra few few days away in the 
Sunshine or seeing their family, you know, I'm going to work tomorrow like most of us listen to this thing are. We put it in, we get stuck in. You know, we come out to watch a game of football and we expect to see our best players available. All our rivals are, are doing it. You know, as I say, the Senegalese Sheffield United centre forward was playing yesterday. They won. Burnley, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, I'll let, no. let someone else have a go. But um, Well yeah. done, mate. Well done. Excellent call. Rich, just just cheers, mate, as ever. I mean, the other the other side of it is also we've been extremely fair to Ishmael Asar. He wasn't started yes. against Bristol. He was yes. brought on because we had the same thing as today. There wasn't a yes. spark. There wasn't something there to do. He came on and basically didn't really look very interested. No. But you would expect him to at least come back and do that. If well, if, Raheem, if Raheem Sterling can go and fly out to Qatar, come yep. back again, sort out bloody you know all of that, and then fly yep. back again to take part in it, he could have at least been there to have been on the bench at the yeah. very very least. I think. And um, Pete, very quickly, I've always on on the old uh, social media, I've been very pro Sar. You know, I've always said, yeah, I'll oh, no, you have. He, he, he's he's never he's never made a fuss. He's got stuck in. He stayed with us through. Tough times and bad times, so I'm 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 peed off today because if it is Sar, then I'm peed off with Sar and I'll call him out. I don't think it is. I think I know where the issue is, and I think I know who made the decision. And I'm very unhappy because the meddling is continuing, and unfortunately, anybody that's naive enough to think it's gone away just because we had a, a decent few little runs of results, the, the same people are running this football club and. And it's got to, it, something's got to give because uh, a village will walk. Uh, trust me, he will walk. We'll see. Let's hope we've got a manager there who's got the the gumption to fight his corner because you know we can't. You know, <laughs> we've got to let the man get on with it, and we've got to give Absolutely. him his, his best opportunity to have a go at this because we we all know that we need to be up there and we need to be up there punching. And you're not going to be able to turn over a team like Hull, who were yes, they were struggling, but they've actually you saw what they've been doing pre-season. As, yep. as, as the guys from earlier on said, we want to make sure we defend against set pieces. Box tick. They organised that. Yeah. For set yep. pieces, you, they, they, they had this... I mean, I'm going to take the piss out of it, but they, they actually kind of did it. They had this kind of magnificent seven-corner routine going yeah. on. Yeah. Going, okay, not seen that. Something that they've done. I didn't yep. actually see that much from, from us as, as no. to what had been done. Very flat, but you've got to give him the pieces, you know, if you want him to, yeah. to, want him to be able to do it. Rich, great as always, mate. Thank you so much. Uh, we, we, we'll catch you after Huddersfield. Hopefully, that'd be great, mate. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke on Trent and co host Chris England in London's SW16? Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be okay. Sport Social. Um, well and in the meantime, let's go across to the uh, the, the wilds of Hampshire. Let's go and, <laughs> and go and have a have a have a quick hello to Hampshire Hornet. How are you, sir? I'm I'm all right. You? Oh yeah, I'm I've I've got feeling in my fingers now, which is kind Good. of nice. But that's Good. because I've been holding onto a radiator for about half an hour, and I could just yeah. feel them again. Never I mind. Bet. What I do bet. you well, What I've do got, you make I've of got... it today? Well, I put a post on Twitter. I had my knee rebuilt for the second time last week. Ooh. And that, uh, just to, for any graphic, that involved them giving me donor ligaments, which has meant that for the next three weeks, I can't bend my leg, can't move it. And I would probably say that 90 minutes was the 
the, the most painful part of any rehab that I've done <laughs> over the past 10 days. Oh, and that's, ha- there's Hampshire, everybody. There you go. What a setup for that punchline. Oh, that's good uh, stuff. Honestly, all I can say is thank God to the NHS supplied me with enough morphine for the next two weeks because it kind of numbed, <laughs> numbed some of what I was watching. No, I just, you know, actually, to be honest with you, um, last call to Rich is probably, I was just going through a few things I was kind of thinking and talking about. He's kind of ticked off of quite a few of them, really. Um, that really was poor. That was really bad given that you've, they've been away for four weeks. It's not like our team has been decimated by, by people going away to the World Cup. So they've been away for four weeks and we came back and we just looked clueless. Again, we just looked like we had no idea. And I know, I think the Chowdhury injury obviously does impact it. But again, it, it just shows how paper thin our squad is. And um, it's got to be some sort of questions asked of, of the medical team. Because I think, as, as Rich just mentioned, you know, since 2016, it's been a real, real, real problem. The amount of injuries that people seem to pick up in training. I know Chowdhury's one was in the game. You can't, can't account for that. But in training, the amount of injuries we get. And it, it really is causing us a bit of a, a dilemma, really. Um, but yeah, and obviously that impacted the whole game. Ultimately, it impacted the way we play. I think Pedro was... So wasted coming deep, and I knew he kind of had to come deep, but surely somebody's got to grab hold of him, so you don't need to be sitting in front of the defence. And I don't know if you noticed a couple of times, both first and second half, his tracking back actually led to Hull getting chances because he, mm-hmm. he kind of tackles like a tackles like a striker rather than a than a defender. So often it falls where you don't want it to fall. So it's just just infuriating all round. And fingers crossed, it was just one of them anomalies. But I, he's concerning, particularly given how strong Burnley looked, how strong uh, Norwich kind of looked yesterday, Sheffield United in the highlights. I mean, you only seen highlights, you didn't see the whole game, but they look pretty up for it. We just look really disjointed and you can't, we can't blame the cold because I can imagine it's probably a little bit colder up in Sheffield than it is kind of down south. So, um, you know, it is that. I think it'll be key. I think like Rich just mentioned, I think January is going to be really key here where where the clubs sit, what they're trying to do. Um because to me, it feels it's going to be the difference between us, you know, getting a top six. I can't see us getting top two. I just don't see we've got the team uh, consistency for a top two, but getting top six or just top 10, really top half. And I think that's going to be really key. The SAR one's interesting. I had put a note down about that saying, I want, where was he? Because I know Billich said in an interview with Andrew French afterwards that you'd expect him back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it sounds like there's something going on there. And if that is interference from above, it's just ridiculous again, yet again. They're never learning. Um, if it's SAR saying, no, I don't want to play, then obviously that has its own thing. I think as truth will come out on that one. But I mean, the, the crux of this, I don't know, you're anybody's views on it. Did anybody think that SAR's value has actually incrementally increased after the World Cup? Because I, wa- I watched him and I didn't think he looked. I watched the centre wall games and obviously you've got to play with the team you've got, but it didn't blow me away. You know, I didn't come away thinking, oh, you know, there's that's that fifty million pound player. So I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up just seeing a shift of him over to Udinese in January to get him Syria games, which is slightly more higher profile. Um, that just really wouldn't surprise me. I, th- I, I, I think the reason why I imagine he would probably go in January is because otherwise he gets to, you know, yeah. basically within that a year of the end of his contract, and then you're saying cheerio to him for you know for for, for nothing potentially. If yeah. if they were able to extend his contract and be able to do something there, then yeah, yeah, I think it's absolutely viable and almost 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 possible in terms of how well he did. I thought you know he had that that first game, he had the first kind of half an hour against I think it was the Dutch, where he looked really quite 
lively mm. uh, mm. and create creating things. And I, I don't know, Gary Neville was going off on him like a wet dream, but you know, it was. Um, that that was fine, but then afterwards he became this again, this kind of you know those little moments and those little moments that he's got of undoubted quality. But the the, the problem is, if you watch the you know if he's going to the World Cup, he's not going to the World Cup on his own. There's another lot of teams who are going there. And would I make him the pick out of all of those other ones? Definitely, bloody not. I'm afraid. No, um, no I, think that's, I think that that's probably going to be a problem for the club because I think for that exact reason there was other players that have probably been in that World Cup that have been more consistent over the games. And that's what that's what teams look for. So it's going to be an interesting, it's an interesting period. And I think, obviously, hopefully that Ben Manga comes in. It has gone a bit quiet, although it sounds like he's there from what Wendover was saying. So yep. that, that's good. But yeah, I think today, it's thoroughly frustrating all round. Perhaps we have to put it back to a bit of ring rust and um, the, the, the the problem with... Um, Chowdhury getting injured so early because that kind of ruins your whole game plan, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But, but even still, it's a bit, yeah, slightly more, more questions than answers, I think. That that relocation of, of, of Yao, Pedro, just causes, I think, more of those problems. And as you said, was kind of, mm. you know, he was going in and, and making uh, making kind of the wrong kind of challenges in the wrong kind of places because he was a player operating in the wrong area of the pitch for us in, in many instances. But he, he still but, made a fist of it going forward and trying to drive us on. But, oh, oh never Yeah, mind. he does. He does. And that, the problem is when he picks up so deep, he beats one, two, and then he's got to still beat another two or three. And obviously when he's further forward, you get past one, two, you, you suddenly you've got a lot more space, you know, or they're on the back foot a lot more. So it was that. I thought Delhi Bashiro did really well. I thought he he, he was nice and tidy. Um, Cabaselli, he was really sketchy in those first five, ten minutes. And he, he kind of grew into it defensively. His passing is awful. And it does, it, it frust- I can't understand how he can see a player in front of him and then just... I know you've got to put your foot through the pass, always make sure it gets to your man, but my God, there's a balance to it. So he did that, but he did all right. And I felt a bit sorry for Hungbo, really. I think he came on, as 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 Rich said, put in, a, put in his wrong position. Ultimately, he was kind of a bit of a hiding to nothing. I think he probably just needed to keep things a little bit more simple. He was trying to try, it almost looked like he was trying too hard, but yeah, it is interesting. But we've got to sort this fit, this this, this medical side's got to get sorted out, fitness of players again. I think that is a huge point because obviously we mentioned cleverly, we mentioned Gosling and of course, you know, these things happen, et cetera, but Mm. probably, probably the key one is also, and you know, Morocco semi-finalists, um, is loser. Mm. Uh, we had, we, he was out for an incredibly long period of time, then does come back and then breaks down again. And then again, today we saw it with Manai. Manai is reintroduced. Now he doesn't, he doesn't get the green light from the medical team. He's not, he's not, you know, so he, he puts him in, looks to see what he can do and he breaks down again. Well, whose responsibility is that? Because he's got to get the green light from the medical team and he's now out again. And, and as, uh, as Rich and yourself have said, you know, he, he can only play the players who are available to him. But there we go. Anyway, sir, okay. thank you very much for the the. I have, to, I have to say the best the best setup line we've ever had in terms of you know <laughs> reconstructive knee surgery, and then going on to morphine. That's the kind that's the kind of metaphor we're after. I like that very much indeed, very much indeed. Now let's go to KFC somewhere near Amersham, um, and and see if if Sean slash Charlie is uh, is about. And then after that we will go to some five word reviews and then catch Gary. Charlie, you there, sir? It Sean? is Sean. Charlie's, at, Charlie's actually in the passenger seat, asleep. Bless him. And, um, oh. You know what, mate? I, I did that for pretty much uh, all of the first half. Of <laughs> mate, oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what? I've, I've, I was thinking about. I was writing some notes down, and I've just got one word: bored. I'm Go bored. Mate. I'm bored of everything. 
I'm bored of it. It's just winding me up. It's uh, it's it's the same every week. You you, how have they gone away for three weeks in the sun and then come back at fucking zero degrees and threw that out there? Out there, how how has he had them for three weeks talking about this is out, this is our preseason, and and you come back and you've got players out of position. I know we've got injuries and forced movements and things like that, but you're looking at it and you're thinking, okay, well this is Delhi's first start. Did he play badly today? No. But did 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 he did actually do anything? The hole was so deep that Delhi played deep, so therefore had no one round him for 80 minutes. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. three minutes from the end he decided to get his head down and sprint. And I thought, Jesus Christ, he's quick. Where's that been for the last 87 minutes? And and I I thought the same. My, my my thought, and it'd be really good to get your take on it, was I think he would have done that if Chowdhury had been there, because Chowdhury would naturally sit, whereas Pedro had pushed on. And I thought I thought Delhi Bashiro did a good job because I thought he was thinking, I've got to anchor this. Did you did you and, see it as and, like, and slightly you know, different? I, I will and, I, and I'll give you that because I think the same. And and also, whilst our best player through his tenacity and his speed and his vision and his hunger and his desire and Everything. Pedro put in a fantastic shift in the centre midfield, but he's not a centre midfielder. And whilst he, a few of his, you know, a few of his tackles were centre forward tackles, I'm going to let him off that because he was there and he was trying to do it. The difficulty when you've got someone like that, and, and I, I don't even want to use that fat little two font word, whatever his <laughs> name is. But the, but the, the difference you see when he come on. When you're a central midfielder and you've played that position all your life, it's the second balls. It's the little bits of pockets of space which you drift into naturally without thinking. Yep. And Pedro, of course, he hasn't got the instinct of that second ball deep. The head has come in, so I do. I circle behind him and things. He put in a great shift, but he isn't a centre midfielder. And it all you can strip all of this back to one simple thing. And it's the same fucking thing we talk about every week. We're sticking the wrong shape pegs in holes because our recruitment are the wrong players. We are coming on here talking about what a brilliant game Cathcart had. And he did. But should we really be sitting here after five or seven <laughs> that years be going, Phew, Cathcart? I mean, you, c- come on, boys. Menage. He didn't look fit when he come on. Pedro's got the ball. He's outside the 18-yard box. He's looking forward. Is Davis moving? No. He's standing no. on his man. Is 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 a, spr- a poor Sprilla was away with it today. There's no movement there. There's no anticipation. Pointing with your finger and saying, "I'm going there." Backing into the defender like Gary Lineker, feeling the side, spinning him. There's none of that. And that's why we keep constantly stopping, roll it backwards, pass it backwards, pass it sideways. The only thing I'd say about Cathcart today, a couple of times, bless him, I think three times he's stuck a crossfield pitch into Hungbo, who's been marked by a six foot five left back. And and, and he didn't win one. Mm. Hungbo, bless him, I really want him to do well. He's just, but there's levels, isn't there? You know? We've, oh, absolutely! We've but, you, but I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. If 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 you know the, the height difference disadvantage, if he's getting the the ball and it's got snow on it, there's an issue because he's never going to he's never going to beat it in the air. At no be, point did we try to work it into him to his feet. To, but surely this is something you've talked about for the last three weeks. 
and 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 after uh, this star thing, I mean, goodness me, it's it, yeah, you're right, it's going to blow up, isn't it? But again, you, we strip it all back, strip back the fact that Hungbo was come on and off, strip back the fact that we didn't look for the first half. Hull looked like the home team. They they sat back, they played it around at the back, and we actually let them kind of try and bring it out a little bit until we till we kind of made a couple of forced changes and then we started thinking oh we'll press 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 but Hull looked like the home team and and we've been away for three weeks we didn't look like we had a team that knew the formation that knew the structure three times we've got men on the on the touchline you know lined up and you're thinking come on this isn't on purpose here this isn't a tactic this is this is you're naturally doing you're doing what you do naturally but the problem is it's not right for the position that you're in, and and and, and we're seeing it week in week out. Do you know what? It's just it was boredom, wasn't it? I mean, it was just there was no there was nothing there. And we know before we come on the show, we're going to talk about the same thing. It's a, it's the it's the wrong shape. Um, I, I hate to see what's going to happen next year if they are really like last time where they said we need to do it and we're going to spend all the money and keep the wages there. And if we don't do it, then we're going to have to strip it. Because we've we've gone hell for leather, hundred percent. We must get up this season, and that's what Duxbury said. Yep. And we did, and we went up. But the issue is, if this time, if we don't go up this time, is this is this is this the, the same as last time? Because if it is, he's going to strip that squad, and 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 then where are we going then? Uh, Mikey sent something through in our Telegram group. It's um, Andrew French on Twitter uh-huh. about Saar. Right. Um, Billich on Saar. <clears throat> so this is obviously Billich's quote. I said on Friday I hoped he would be back yesterday. He wasn't. I wanted him to play, but he wasn't back. That's the end of the quote from Billich. And then French goes on to say, full quotes later, but clearly he didn't want to discuss the subject. More a case of what he didn't say, I felt. So it has been addressed at a press conference. And it sounds as though Bilic isn't sure what's going on with Saar, which is worrying because he's the head coach. Well, as uh, both, well, as Rich um, Hornet, uh, Hampshire Hornet, and also uh, uh, Sean just said there, that sound, yeah, that's that's deeply concerning. We want to we want to get that sorted as quickly as because we need it, it, it fundamentally got got to come down to the fact that you've got to make your best players available for the manager. And in a way, it's almost not a question of who makes the decision. It's a question of there shouldn't be a decision to make. You should be trying to get our best players back in. And and Saar, for all the frustration that we know he provides, would would absolutely terrify the, the whole left back in terms of you know pace. It would give us something else. It would give somebody with at least more physicality than we saw from Hungbo or in, in the first 10, 15 minutes you know, from a spreer. It would yeah. give it would give them something to, to to worry about, which we didn't have, and that's deeply concerning. And that's not, but and I and I'll come back to this again, and I want to try and be even handed with this. Is you know, hold themselves. They didn't have a Stupinian playing, um, who's been their kind of eight goal leading scorer. So you know, it, it, it's gone both sides. But that actually makes our lack of turning up with the best players available to us to give ourselves the best advantage even bloody worse. You know, they've had five players they haven't been able to play all season and there's nothing they can do about it. There is something we can do about it. We can get the man on a plane and get him there. As I said earlier on, if Raheem Sterling can go to Qatar back again and then back again to Qatar and still put in a performance uh, or, or put in a shift at least uh, you know, off, off the bench, whether you agree with that substitution or not, at least he did it. You can ask him to do that. And let's but face it, was, he's, he's far was, more starry than that. You know, that he's, got to, yes. he's got to do it for us as well. And that was probably Raheem Sterling's decision. Whereas 
it sounds as though from what we've been told, and we don't know the full ins and outs of it, but it sounds as though it wasn't Sar's decision not to play or that it, it sounds like it was someone above the manager's decision to say that Sar isn't playing. And that is worrying because if it can happen in that instance, it can happen in any instance. It can, you know, any player can be told, oh, you know, we don't need you this week. You go home for a bit or or whatever. This, there's something very fishy going on here. Uh, well, let's see what comes out. Let's see what comes out. Let's go to let's go to Gary because I, I think Gary is at, uh, at Euston before going underground. So he's looking to looking to possibly connect with us before, before he starts travelling. Gary, are you there, sir? I am, Peter. I'm in a pub, so I might have too much background noise. No, no, you're fine. You're fine there, mate. No problem at all. Good, good. Well, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts at the end of that particular game, then? Well, if I'd come on 45 minutes ago, I would have been probably quite sweary. I'm sitting in a pub <laughs> in Houston somewhere. All I can say is, what a load of absolute fucking bollocks that was. Was, yes, it was. Well. You know, due to sort of engineering works, train cancellations, etc., 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 it took me two hours and fifty minutes to get to Vicarage Road today instead of the usual just over an hour to be served up with that up, Ross. It's just why do I do this to myself? Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> you know, my mother, God rest her soul, was a Manchester United fan from 1958. Why the hell didn't she take me to go and watch Manchester United play? There was a great thing that um, that uh, Tom Wicks from uh, from 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 Golden Pages uh, uh, put on, and it was a, it was the mock up of the train spotting poster. And it, it literally, and if you haven't seen it, look out for it. And it basically, it's the whole kind of you know, choose this, choose, choose life. I think was the with the with the train spot in original. And it says about you know, choose turning up, you know, and seeing them never put in a shift in. Choose last minute winners. Choose frustrations. Choose the fact that you know we can't hit a barn door on occasions. You know, all of this. It's we know that's what we're here for. We're here for the what's the phrase I'm looking for? We're here for the roller coaster. We know that that's not that's not always going to happen. But but hey ho, it it is what it is. But never mind, never mind, never mind. Right, let's go to uh, Gary. Thank you, sir, and uh, lovely to see you beforehand. Right, let's have a look at some of these five word reviews and then some of the longer comments, and then we will be drawing things to a close for the for the first game back after the restart. So Adam Adam makes a very contentious five word review. He says even Andre Gray scores that. I think we're talking about you there Raymond I Axel VM Wright said absolutely atrocious nearly fell asleep I think you would have done but for the fact you probably end up with hypothermia Mikey Abraham said Spanish holiday seemed to work I think there's a tongue-in-cheek there somewhere Mikey I'm pretty sure Kev Andrews I think only uses the two words but I think he uses them extremely well with just simply the words fucking shit that's quite good Stephen Atkinson said and why was Yao Pedro playing so deep well I think if you, if you hadn't seen if, if you've missed the first few minutes you won't know that he had to basically play in in deep midfield uh because of the the injury to Chowdhury there uh Dave Lavender said I'm too cold to moan Mal hello Mal hope you're well mate uh who's still going to Huddersfield is the question from him Watford supporter says can't pass the feckin' ball Mikey Abrahams comes back with shit 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 and cold that's good Ben it's great to be back, but he's done it with a Pinocchio uh, gif or meme or whatever you call it these days. I think his nose is growing longer there. To Holland back, there you go. You heard from Ant earlier on. He said, great point in a clean sheet. Excellent, uh, excellent comment. And I think Hull are quite happy with that. But that's six words. 
we're, we're nothing if not pedantic about these things. Alan Ray said, we've no sense of urgency. That's a great shout. You know, whereas, as we spoke earlier on, when the ball broke down and Hull, who were playing very deep, as as uh, Sean said earlier on, they broke, they came out with with pace and power. And okay, they didn't have the quality to to finish anything off, especially with uh, two fan putting the ball putting the ball over the bar. So everybody's uh, well to all the home fans. Uh, happiness at least we didn't show that sense of urgency and we don't we get the ball for long periods and we let them close down the spaces and sit in deep and then we don't have that movement to try to open it up Hampshire Hornet we heard him on earlier on but said crap cold and clueless again leaving two words just on the table there it's time to go says shame old shit potso out <laughs> nicely put yeah no it's all it's all very much along those lines awful don't need four words says Simon Parkins using only one word but then using the four words to qualify he didn't need the five words thus to Taking his tally to five. Simon, good work. I'm liking that a lot. James said, wasteful strikers strike again. Or don't, as the case may be. Cold, grim, but a point, says Louis Teixeira. Danny Morrissey says, never really got going today. That's 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 probably spot on. Um, and that that problem just, just caused it. Rob Sterry says, um, please stop getting bloody injured. That's yeah, that would that would be that would be nice. WFC George says Ray Menage is fucking shite. I don't think he's uh I don't think he's gonna be signing up for the fan club very soon. It's it's lots of uh Edwards was never the problem, says Stephen Atkinson. I I don't disagree with that. I'm not sure Edwards was actually the solution either. I think the solution was, as we've spoken about today, was above the coach. It's about supporting the coach. It's about making sure the coach has got what he needs to be able to, you know, have have his best opportunities to to play forward and to play positively and to try and see what he can get. If if you don't do that, then, you know, you're in in problem. It doesn't matter whether you've got Liam Rossini or whoever. You're going to need to make sure that you're supporting your manager. Let's go to some of the longer word reviews. Uh, Natasha Wright, who, as I said, was lovely lovely to have her back in, needed to be doing our preseason winter training in Norway, not Spain. I'm I'm not. I'm sure Ron would prefer Norway to Spain um, for for certain. She then said, first game back, worried I would uh, be spoiled with excitement, passion and a plethora of goals. I'm fine as it was business as usual. Still good to be back at the Vic. Lovely to have you back, Natasha. We need to get to see you at the next game. And uh, and we've got several badges still. So if anybody sees myself, Carl or Justin, do collar us for a badge or seven. Gary said, doubt very much Saar would have made much difference to that utter tripe today. Louis Teixeira says, a little concerned today. Looked incredibly disjointed after Chowdhury went off. We struggled to create first half and were wasteful in the final third on too many occasions in the second. A very flat atmosphere around the Vic. Cheers for the badge, Pete. And on to Huddersfield away. There you go. You see, Louis was there. He saw me. He got a badge. All very good. We like that very much. Natasha says, loving the podcast vibes tonight. Really? Oh, well, there you go. I didn't know we'd got vibes. Everybody, we've got vibes. Right. Um, the Big Lebowski says, only positive is the two fan didn't score. Tallenbach said, two fan played well, I thought. Did he look like the player you had last season? I think he probably did more in your 30 minutes than he did for the majority of the time that we saw him. In fairness, it was in the premiership rather than obviously uh, where we we all find ourselves at the moment. Paddy Howley said, in fairness, four minutes was not justified, but we wouldn't score if we were there for four days, talking about the the, the time wasting. That's true. If you're not very effective, it doesn't really matter how much more time they add on. Angela Snelling says, hi, everyone. Did I miss much today? Hello, Angela. Lovely for you to be with us. Uh, The answer is... No, not at all. You really, really didn't. I did see uh, did see one thing from uh, Mike Smart, which basically said uh, uh, at one stage that he, quote unquote, couldn't feel his testicles. So I hope he had somebody who would do that for him. But I don't think that was really what he meant. I think he meant it was very, very cold indeed. 
and it was cold. But hey-ho, it's one of those things. It's it's a second clean sheet. I'm looking at the positives here. There aren't many, so so pay attention. No, that's it. That's all I got. It was a it was a second clean sheet. We did have some defensive, reasonable uh, reasonable level of work. We are back in. We are still in the. Uh, it, we, you know, we're in the top six. But this is the kind of game that realistically, if you're going to make a tilt for the for the top two, and let's face it, Burnley coming back and going to QPR and doing it in style, there they're going to be very hard to catch. If we leave it too late, then we get all we're leaving Slaven Bilic for, or leaving for, for him to do, is to try to get into the playoffs and we all know that uh yeah yeah heartache lies there potentially so we shall see we shall see justin sir justin you're back in mate anything else you wanted to mention no quickly? i think you've uh, summed it up there peter i think you've been quite optimistic with the whole oh uh, we know it's a clean sheet and another point but really oh yeah i think like you said you, you, if you're going to be one of these teams that's competing for the top two you, you've got to be more clinical you've got to play better you've got to score and you've got to beat teams like Hull. particularly i'm not being disrespectful to Hull, but when Hull came on our opposition preview they were saying oh you know we always concede two goals minimum in a game well they didn't today did they and we didn't really put them to to the sword to try and get those goals either so yeah much much work needed to be done not really looking forward to the rest of the month to be honest thin midfield it's just not looking great so oh, I really hope they can find something from somewhere and improve on today because uh, I know you said you know clean sheets and da 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 but yeah not not good enough for me really today it, it was it was all I could find. I mean, you know, I have to say it's it's pretty thin gruel in that respect. Yeah. Um, in that case, in that case, just a couple of things to to say. We we launched our Patreon right in the middle of there being no Watford stuff. So um, thank you so much for everybody who has joined as patrons. They're making some contributions because we want to make sure that uh, you know all content is still freely available. So thank you so much, everybody, for for joining there. There's another community element there. There's some there's a, there's a few other bits there. So do go and have a look at it if you haven't. Anybody who joins it just helps us. Uh, uh, basically, try to do 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 more with the podcast. We've we've we mentioned previously just before, I think, uh, or, or maybe during. I can't remember now. Uh, the 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 World Cup break. Um, there will be some more news on t-shirts coming soon. Some very exciting news as well um, in terms of that, which we will be doing to raise money for both the Peace Hospice and also for Kit Aid. So expect to have some news out for that uh, probably after Christmas rather than rather than before. But that that will be that will be great to have. So thank you so much for everybody who supported that. But thank you to you guys for listening and supporting you you know the, the patreon if you can then great and if you can't don't worry just listen and take part or contribute or lurk or whatever you want to do it's it's all great that you're here so thank you so much indeed for uh, for all of that so the next game is going to be away at Huddersfield just uh, I was just having a quick look the uh, the the women's game if you didn't uh, if you didn't hear it last week uh, myself Justin and Cole did a commentary on the women's game and it was as chaotic and strange as you would expect for the, anything that actually involves us and the women were going through their warm-up um, earlier on because having beaten Crawley Wasps last week they got to play Crystal Palace today and looking at the warm-up it looked like it was uh, it was snowing and looking rather uh, rather galling for them so they're going to be uh, they're going to be starting uh, anytime soon if not already uh, and look out for for them they will be playing next week at hashtag United yeah, in, in the cup on the at six o'clock. So uh, so listen out for for reports on those. The women's game have been 
they've been really something to be proud of this season and uh, and they deserve as much support as uh, as people can, can offer them really um so it's been uh, been good fun indeed been good fun anyway so thank you so much for listening so thank you so much for lurking so thank you all of our contributors be they via text be they via twitter or be they uh dialing in so 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 appreciated it's lovely to be back it can't all be Qatar hot weather. Sometimes it has to just be bloody cold. And indeed it was. So we will see you for Huddersfield. Look out on Tuesday. We will be having some uh, a podcast out where we've spoken to somebody in Canada about one of the midfielders who is coming in. But of course, he's not going to be available till January. But you can find out a little bit about him on Tuesday. So we will see you all soon. Yuan's. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.